Hi everyone, welcome back. Oh guys, I feel like it's been so long since I was last talking to you. Um, to be honest, I haven't been myself the last while. Um, so a few things have kind of come up for me in the last week or so. Um, and I've just kind of been trying to deal with it. Um, just little narratives and stuff I used to tell myself that I felt like I was going back into all ways of thinking. Um, and I kind of wanted to be my best self for the podcast record another episode just for the fact that I didn't want to just be throwing out episodes just to create more content I wanted to produce good quality podcasts for me quality versus quantity quantity is a really big thing um but yeah I'm back now I've had a really good therapy session I spent some time with friends did a bit of journaling and told that inner critic to go fuck off because I am not my thoughts and that's just it Um, I just want to say a quick huge thank you to everyone for all the positive feedback I've been getting on the podcast since I started last month like honestly like it's what keeps me going obviously like I do have a passion for this but like it literally lights a fire on my belly when I see that you are learning something from it or that you should enjoy listening to it and oh it's just it's just amazing so thank you all so so much um this week's episode is kind of a topic that's really close to my heart as well um so today i'm going to talk about hypothalamic amenorrhea so for anyone that doesn't know what hypothalamic amenorrhea is i'm going to basically explain what it is in this episode and i'm just going to kind of talk about how it was that I came about knowing I had it, what I did to kind of reverse it, and kind of what I did now that I've come out the other side for what my plans are now at the moment. So for anyone that doesn't know, um, hypothalamic amenorrhea is basically the loss of your menstrual cycle over a long period of time. Now, when I first got my period back in, I think I was 16 at the time, um, they were never regular and this was around the time where I started my fitness journey as well and it wasn't until I recovered from hypothalamic amenorrhea that I can see the reasons why they were irregular as well Um, kind of like a light bulb aha moment but I'll explain that later on so for me I'd always get my periods for a few months and then they'd go they could go for like a few months to a year and then they'd come back and to be honest little old me at the age of 16 thought this was okay because in school we were never really taught like how to keep our periods or that we had to have regular periods every month or what we needed to do in terms of hormonal health making sure we were ovulating every month we were basically told this is what you get every month this is your period wear wear condom oh my goodness (laughs) wear a tampon or a pad and off you go um and that was just it like we weren't taught these things in school Um, we were told that basically we get them every month but when I wasn't getting it every month I just assumed oh maybe that's supposed to maybe that's what's supposed to happen so like we all do I went on the pill um, because this is what I thought was right at the time and I was like yeah grand that's sorted I'm gonna have my period now but it didn't really agree with me and the pill I had was a hormonal pill I was very cranky, very moody. I was just snapping at people a lot. 
which is to be expected with a hormonal pill because what it does is the hormonal one changes the levels of hormones in your body in order for you to basically bleed but little did I know that that bleed was actually the breakdown of the pill in my body and not a real period I'll get into that a little bit more towards the end but it just wasn't really agreeing with me and I wouldn't have been the type of cranky moody person um so I came off it and to be honest I wasn't in a relationship at the time so I didn't feel I needed to and I was like Asher look I'll get my period back again in a few months like I always do it'll be fine Uh -uh. big fat no no I was wrong now to be fair this was just because of what I thought and what I thought to be true but it wasn't until I started coaching with my coach um in 2020 I realized that it wasn't normal for women not to have a period or have a regular cycle and I was like oh okay this is new so basically when we don't get our periods it's our body's way of telling us that something's wrong so when we ovulate which we do need to become pregnant our body is basically saying okay she's okay to have a baby whereas when we don't ovulate our body is basically saying okay stop the lights she's too stressed she's run down she can barely look after herself never mind a baby so we're not ovulating this month and she's not getting a period and that's just that so before starting with my coach i think it was two months since i had my last period and uh, like all girls do we go the red radar goes off 90 lauren thinking she's pregnant um because i had just come out of a relationship there a few weeks beforehand and girls you know that feeling when you go and do the pregnancy test we've been there we've all been there um but now i was fine uh and i thought nothing of it but it wasn't until i started with my coach that he was like no lauren this isn't normal and to this day i'm so grateful for him and his knowledge on female physiology um because if it wasn't for him i wouldn't have looked into it more and gotten them back because now that i have them back i know that my insides and my internals and like my health i know that i'm healthy basically so together myself and my coach did all we could in terms of like managing my supplements which was not like your basic multivitamins i was on ashwagandha at the time and then i was managing my sleep and stress uh, where possible as well and then when we couldn't get it back ourselves doing what we could do so managing the controllables he directed me towards ashton o'kelly from aok nutrition now for anyone that doesn't know ashton is a female physiology guru and a naturopath nutritionist and a specialist in female hormones so i went and booked a consultation with ashlyn uh, via zoom because we are in a pandemic at the moment and i'm not gonna lie i've learned so much about female hormones nutrition everything in that consultation with ashlyn and we basically came about that it was hypothalamic amenorrhea that i had um basically because my body and the reasons why I could have possibly lost my period and how my I've learned how my digestion as well could impact my period and we basically spoke about how we were going to plan on getting it back so just again what I learned hypothalamic hypothalamic amenorrhea Jesus that is a mouthful and in my own words is the loss of your menstrual cycle over a long period of time due to stress on the body so this can be emotional physical and mental stress on the body due to let's say over exercise and our low carb diets which was what i was doing at the time and um, 
you know yourself like when I first started out in the fitness getting into fitness I was I didn't I didn't have much knowledge around it so I was eating all the low carb diets and I was doing like five and six hit sessions a week and if anyone knows me personally like when I was like 16 17 I was doing like six or seven summer classes a week um it's also due to having a busy lifestyle in general so like your body doesn't know the difference between a hit class or being chased by a bear so when it's in that flight response the body just sees it as stress in one so I also felt like at the time as well I needed to be doing a million one things at once like so it it just kind of now it kind of clicks and makes perfect sense as to why my cycles were so regular because like I said it was around the time I got into fitness that my cycles were being irregular talk about an aha ha moment like it's just mad how it all started to come together and the thing that frustrates me is social media can have such a negative impact on how we perceive ourselves in terms of body image but it doesn't like this is an effect that social media had on me in my internal organs because I wanted to be skinny I was going on these low carb diets I was doing all this exercise but little did I know the effects it was having on my internal organs and basically my menstrual cycle um at the time as well when I had lost my period back in 2020 I we obviously went into a forced lockdown and I had just broken up with one of my exes at the time as well so this was the emotional and mental stress on my body as well so like you know yourself like when we went into lockdown and we like when you go through a breakup the first thing we think of is right Jim let's go let's get into it give me something to do and that was the physical stress as well um to be honest I was just overextending myself in so many ways one to kind of mask out the fact that I'd just gone through a breakup and the fact we had just gone into a pandemic like I think I got to like June and I stopped watching the news and all because it was just so negative and I couldn't like I think we all got to a stage where we couldn't just look at the negativity all the time um and to be honest at that time I thought this was all the right thing to do I know I knew at the time the calorie deficits it was calories in versus calories out but I was obviously eating too little calories and not eating the right foods eliminating food groups everything but that was just because at the time I thought this was the right thing to do again I was wrong so with Ashling then what we said was we had to start looking at my body from the inside out instead of looking at what I obviously my goal at the time with my coach was to look at my body from a physique perspective but I had zero education on feeling my body and looking after my hormones to keep it functioning day to day to keep me healthy so with Ashlyn and in order to help get my periods back what I had learned was in order for any woman to regulate their cycle if they suffer from HA which is hypothalamic menorrhea we needed to do the following so it was to aim for 2000 calories plus a day and even more on training days this the extra calories helped support the body's hormones and ovulation and the reason we needed to have more on training days is because we needed to make sure that there was no deficit there at all and um, I needed to increase 
phytoestrogens which support the estrogen production of your hormones for example this was like plant-based proteins such as beans peas lentils oats flax seeds and what else is there i think sesame seeds as well as one of them um i also needed to increase my healthy fats in my diet as well um so like oily fish nut butters avocados eggs things like that um i also needed to reduce my hit training and this was a big big tough one for me because like i'm a gym bunny at nature like i love training i love fitness i love everything like and i at the time i so this would have been october 2020 and i just started in a running club and i was loving it like beating the 5k time every week and that little challenge and I was told I had to stop that and I was like oh okay here we go um but I knew in the end it'd be worth it like um I also needed to manage my sleep and stress where possible so for me what I did with this was meditation along with a morning and nighttime routine so there was times where like I, w- I still actually do this now I wouldn't go on my phone for the first hour when I wake up and I try to limit my screen time and knock on my phone in the last hour in the evening. This just promoted sleep in the evening. So like with our phones, our phones emit blue light into basically into our eyes. And this increases melatonin, this reduces, sorry, melatonin in the body, which is our sleep hormone. So by us not being on our phones in the last hour in the evening before we go to bed, it increases the sleep hormone melatonin meaning that we can get to sleep quicker and we become more tired um as well as this then i did go on a range of supplements which ashlyn sells from her shop now one thing i will say is don't run out buying any of these and this is just what i had but if you do feel like any of anything i'm saying in this podcast is resonating with you book in for a consultation with ashlyn she'd be more than happy to have you in and um help you out if you are if you do think any of this is resonating um like i said she's an absolute guru and this is her this is her life like she loves it like she's so passionate about it um but the supplements i went on was chaseberry so what chaseberry did was a house with a pituitary gland and basically like it's like a little blanket as ashton describes it um around your pituitary gland from stress and helps the production of progesterone so i was this was kind of like this is like nearly like a pill when i think of it like so i'd go on it for 25 days and come off for five days and this was i think was kind of just to get the hormones kind of acting like a normal period would like and that just goes to show how bad let's say my internal hormone hormones were the fact that i had to take this in order for to help them regulate in that 28 to 30 day cycle i also went on vitamin b which helps with stress hormones and energy i went on zinc which is good for it's good for your hair skin and your nails but at the time it's also good for hormone balancing and immune system and i didn't notice um magnesium then as well which was really good for sleep and stress support and then i also went on merlac so merlac was a probiotic for my digestion for me this was all really really hard to take in um so i was basically reducing activity but increasing calories 
and at the time all of my friends were prepping for photo shoots and on their cuts basically while I was reducing cardio and increasing my calories at the time I think I was on 1800 calories and I had to increase them to 2500 which for most people that's very really scary because if it's not done correctly there is potential weight gain and like initially I'd went to my coach in order to like do a body body recomp which is basically like a cut and now I'd been told that I couldn't do that um but like to be honest when I look back like I was I was thin like as it was and I was nearly sick looking so we did increase my calories slowly I know there is some people out there that do kind of go all in which basically means like they whack them straight up to the 2500 but I wasn't willing to do that I knew it'd be too hard mentally to cope with it as well because to be honest when I was doing this like my weight did fluctuate it went up and it went down and I was waking up every morning hoping I'd get my period back and the days that you saw there was no period it was quite devastating and nearly off-putting and there was times where I just I just wanted to throw in the towel and be like no fuck this like come on like I was saying to my coach oh can we go I was nearly wanting to say to my coach oh my god can we go back into a cook can we go back into a deficit and there was also that little inner voice being like no Lauren look like you're on that you're doing this for a reason like and I think one of the things as well was like I had heard this quote and it was like don't compare your chapter one to someone else's chapter 20 so I obviously had to go down this route while my friends were doing their cuts and photo shoots and one of the big things I learned was that to not compare myself to others like just because I'm eating more calories and gaining a little bit of weight doesn't mean I'm any less or I'm not good enough as much as they are because they're doing their photo shoots I have a different goal and I think what helped me as well was the fact that having such a good support system behind me including my amazing coach in Ashlyn and I had all my friends that were in the gym as well like yet they had their goals of going on cuts but they knew how much getting my period back meant to me um which made it so much easier I incorporated all the different food sources Ashton gave me into my plan with my coach as well. So we worked around it. We made it work. Like, because to be honest, I'd gone so long without my period. I'm realizing how important it was to have your period. Not doing it wasn't an option. But I think the big thing that helped me during this was I changed my mindset from having physical physique goals to internal health goals and performing goals so instead of looking at the scales and seeing my weight go up I was in the gym looking at those weights go up instead I had more energy I knew what I was doing would benefit me in the long run as well like what's that saying they say short-term pain for long-term gain so like even though I wasn't in pain it was the mental battle that was pain for the long-term internal health um and like to be honest this was around Christmas time as well so I had an absolute ball at Christmas with all the extra calories and my like I built a fair bit of muscle as well so I had a transformation picture up on Instagram back in October just gone in 2021 and it the transformation picture was from would have been Christmas time um up until October and 
the difference in my body like it wasn't until I saw those pictures side by side I was like Jesus I didn't realize I was so thin and at that time I was thinking to myself oh my god I'm so fat like and I know as harsh as that word might sound I did I thought I was fat like and it just goes to show how much food and numbers and things like that how we let them define who we are when that's not what it is although like yeah it does take a lot of work and it wasn't easy like I said there was days where my digestion was struggling because I had such I had like so much food and like I was struggling with that because it meant I wasn't going to the toilet and my digestion wasn't good and I was bloated and because your hormones are held in your stomach so with my body trying to get used to all this food my gut was healing as well at the same time and because our hormones are held in their stomach and if we basically don't poop them out that's when our hormones become imbalanced and we don't get our periods as well um so that was a big thing for me as well um but I knew it was just patience that was the whole thing it was patience and consistency like I'm actually looking at my digestion as well before my hormones because poor digestion can lead to you not having your period that was why I think as well because the digestion part took so long to let's say get under control when it did and I was starting to like let's say go to the toilet more frequently then it became that bit easier but I suppose that's why I'm kind of like anti-pill as well because the pill doesn't regulate your periods it literally just gives you a fake bleed and it's the breaking down of the pill that gives you that bleed as well so yeah so after eight months of doing all this kind of stuff consistently um and of having no periods and sorry no eight months of having no period and three months of doing this work consistently with Ashlyn, I got my first cycle back. And I'm not joking, this day was the best day of my life. Like, it, I know it mightn't have been a big thing for some people, but when you think, like, if you're into fitness in the gym and you're putting on a bit of weight and the mental struggle of waking up every day and not having that period that you're looking for and you're working towards, it was a big battle. It meant, like, when I got my period, it meant that all the work and all the worrying I'd been doing was worth it. Well, maybe not the worrying was worth it, but the work I'd been doing and the extra bit of weight gain that I had was worth it and it finally paid off. So, at this point then, I could think about going into a deficit again. But what that meant was I had to take... I had to have three to four consecutive periods before I could do it because just because we got one back doesn't mean that it was back for good. They needed to be consistent. Now, it is different for everyone. So there like I know there is some people that like it can take up to four to five years for some people to get their periods back. I was just one of the fortunate ones that got it back in three. Um different factors come into why it might take that bit longer. So like I said, please go message Ashlyn if any of this is resonating with you um like I know one of my friends had it back consistently for a few months and then it went again and now she doesn't go with Ashlyn but she she was with a nutritionist at the time 
and she's manipulating like so she's trying to reduce her steps now she's increasing her food and at summertime that is a bit of a hard thing but guys when i say the reward is so worth it the fact that you know your internal health and your gut is basically healthy then that's when it all falls into place so with me wanting to go into a cut then when i did have the three consecutive periods um i think it was june then which june 2021 which would have um brought it up to the three consecutive periods i i kind of started to think about going into a cut then um now the plan here wasn't to go crazy like like i said i changed my mindset so much around my training and in the past few months i tried new fields that i'd never tried before and because i was trying like i was enjoying fields so i was enjoying my field so much i was getting comfortable with eating cakes and not watching my weight and like I wasn't missing out on events like I would have before because I was trying to watch my weight and I realized my body actually worked better on the higher calories than it did on the low calories and the low carb diets um like for so long I'd actually been going around in starvation mode and my body basically like when your body's in starvation mode your body holds on to the fields and one of the fields sorry the muscle and the fat and stuff that we have basically to survive because it doesn't know when it's going to get its last meal again so going into my cut we agreed to do it slowly because I like that I didn't want to fall backwards and go back into not having my period again um so we increased we added in slow steady cardio I had no meal plans I had my set calories basically so I could keep introducing those foods that Ashlyn had suggested for me to introduce um I was eating nutritious digestible foods obviously because digestion was key and of course I had my treats as well I needed to keep myself sane um and then I was managing my sleep and stress where possible as well so what we did basically we created my deficit through activity and I'm actually doing that again at the moment so I went into a maintenance phase um for a bit there a couple of months ago and I'm back into a cut now before my holidays in july and basically i'm doing the same thing i'm increasing my steps i'm increasing cardio very slowly though and just increasing my activity and keeping my fields as high as possible and that's what i did when i was going into my cut just after i'd got my periods back regularly um because keeping your fields high is one of the most important factors in recovering from hypothalamic amenorrhea um and I really listened to my body as well and gave it the days off it needed. Like, if I did have a planned training day, I took it off if I needed it. Like, I really started to listen to my body and connect with my body during my recovery. And I got to know it and knew when it felt off. And it paid off so much because it, it stands to me this day. Like, I think there was times, like, I feel like we think, like, success and progression has to be go, 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 go when we can still make progression and changes and like succeed and make results in our off days and in our rest days like it's when we get still and rest that the recovery is just as important and where the big part of the results comes in so i did this uh cut then 
for I think it was June up until the end of November and my calls had went down to 1500 and that was the lowest I'd went they were only down that way for I think it was a three or four weeks which wasn't too bad but thank god and thankfully I can say that I did keep my period throughout the whole thing um I had done a video shoot then at the end of my cut just to kind of have a little you know like momentum for all the hard work I done um and yeah it was just it's mad like because like now when I'm saying it it just it seems so it seems so long ago but like the mindset growth I've taken from it and just being grateful like because when I look back at what my what way I was before I started like recovering from hypothalamic amenorrhea and the stress I had my body on I'm so grateful for my body and the things like the fact it got me through my everyday life when I was basically giving it nothing like very little food very little rest like our bodies are just wonderful things so that's why I feel like look after your body give it the food and the rest it needs like and to be honest I'm so grateful now that I can say a year later I still have my period and it's been regular ever since and I really do think like looking looking after your health from the inside out you will get results on the outside then you will get physical results as well and physique results so yeah that's pretty much it I hope that kind of like resonated with some people if there is because hypothalamic amenorrhea is a kind of it's not something many people know about because when I was documenting this on Instagram throughout my whole journey um there was a lot of people messaging me being like oh my god I have this as well I'm gonna message Ashlyn or I've been like trying to recover from this from so long like can you keep up with your posts and stuff and I was like holy shit like it just goes to show how uneducated we are about this kind of thing and looking after our bodies and not torturing it in the gym 24 7 like most of us are or were when we were younger and don't get me wrong we did the best we knew how with the knowledge we had we just weren't educated in this stuff um so yeah one thing I do have to say is though I know that hypothalamic amenorrhea might seem similar to PCOS which is polycystic ovary syndrome um and to be honest I'm not 100% sure on the difference between the two because I've only dealt with hypothalamic amenorrhea but what I will say is message Ashlyn or anyone that you know or if you're going to a nutritionist or something like that and ask them go get the information you need go look into it heal yourself from the inside out um because it's it is like I, I know I keep harping on about it but it is so worth it like um I know Ashton has a ton of highlights and videos and things like that on her um Instagram so yeah just as well a side note please 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 don't self-diagnose yourself with anything I've said today or go increasing your calls or ordering any of the supplementation I've I've mentioned in the podcast um because like I said it may not be the case for you um Ashton gave me recommended dosages as well um so I would advise please just um get in touch 
get in touch with me if you want as well. Um, like I said, like if it's a thing, like like I said last year, I thought what I was doing was the right thing when it clearly wasn't. So yeah, listen to some podcasts as well. There's loads of podcasts Ashlyn's been on, um, or booking for consultation with her. Um, I know she'd be so happy to help. This podcast that I recorded today was basically just to raise awareness around it. Um, but it does take hard work. It takes a lot of consistency and patience. But honestly, it does pay off. Like, because when I get, like, to be honest, I know the times where we're out there, I'm like, oh, my period. Oh, I wish I didn't have it. Whereas now I'm like, oh, I have me period. Like, oh, it's just, it's the best thing ever. Like, yeah, I just, I can't, I can't explain the feeling, like, because it's not until you go through it, you realise what happens. Um, But, yeah. So, like we all know, I have my segment on this podcast. And, of course, I'm going to do it myself as well. So I suppose just for any new listeners, if you're just joining in now, the segment on the podcast is I look back and basically pick a time where if I didn't have this situation or whatever it was in my life, whether it be a good situation or a bad situation, I wouldn't be the person I am today. And I have to say this hypothalamic menorrhea journey, I would not be the person I am today. I healed my relationship with food so much. Like, I can go out now and have a coffee and a pastry for breakfast. Whereas before I would have been like, no, it has to be scrambled eggs and turkey rashers and a bit of veg. Like, ugh, that's disgusting. Like, I know some people might like that, but like, there's no guilt around it. Like, I'm not missing out on family events. I've, like, I think this was a big one for me for healing my relationship with food and my mindset around body image now I know when we do go through cuts and we do go into our diets like we do automatically look for the results straight away but like your body doesn't define you and that's one thing I am trying to still work on now like your body does not define who you are it's what you bring to the table who you are as a person your personality how you treat people so much and I feel like because for me now, if I don't get a period, I have to stop my cup. So my main focus is always going to be on my internal health before my external uh, physique. So, yeah, that's what I've kind of, that's the growth I've had through that journey. And I've obviously grown through it. So, you know what they say, you grow through what you go through. Anyways, um, thanks so much for tuning in again. It was so nice to speak to you all. I've actually missed you so much. Um, so yeah, have a good day, everyone. I'll talk to you soon.